Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. Then I'm John. John, today we're talking about John Madden. So Madden football really uh, connected us as, as young guys. Uh, we played it, and uh, this documentary called All of Madden goes into the game, but it also goes into John Madden as a coach, as a broadcaster, as a teacher. So um, we both like this documentary, right? Yeah, it was really well done. Talks about um, a lot of stuff that, you know, depending on what age you are, you know, like I think they mentioned this early in the documentary that depending on what age you are, you kind of have like a vision of who he is, you know, whether like if you're older, it's just him as a coach or maybe like, you know, a little bit older, like maybe you think of him as the broadcaster or probably like our age and down is definitely you think of the video game first. So it's kind of cool to see you know, just kind of like more in detail, kind of like hear the story told about um, the parts that maybe like guys our age, like in our late thirties that you don't really, even though we knew him as a broadcaster, you don't know, like maybe the backstory of how it started or what things, how people saw him back at, in the moment, you know? So that's kind of cool. You get to see, you get to see all that. Yeah, I agree. And I think for us, for me, what was cool about the documentary was the, the aspects of Madden that I or his career that I didn't see, like watching him as a coach in the seventies, as a really successful coach, the documentary goes into that. And I, I enjoyed watching that and to see him in the early eighties as well. And just to see his connection for me, I love the whole teacher aspect where the continuity in this doc is that he's basically like teaching the game of football to the American people throughout. And he really connected with, uh, with Americans and, and over football and just his personality, his personality was great. I, I mentioned a little bit in the in the podcast that um, my dad met him and my brother actually just texted me saying like, yeah, when he met John Madden, Madden said to him, hey, police officer. And he's like, uh, uh, my dad was a security guard and uh, then he wanted to take a picture with him. So I remember that in my family story. And so um, and I also remember when I was growing up, he came to Sassoon. I was living in this small town called Sassoon and he uh, he came to that town to the Ace Hardware and he just, everyone everyone was excited. He connected with people and this documentary really expresses that. And they show, they show Madden's connection. There's even a comparison to Michael Jordan, which we go into at the very beginning of this podcast, which I think um, you did a good job of analyzing. So um, yeah, if, if you're really interested in sports or just John Madden, this this unique character who, who recently passed away, but who had a great impact on our culture um i definitely check out check out the podcast so um any any, any other comments john uh nope i think that comes yeah it. i think so. i think so too so thanks for listening to the podcast um please subscribe please share it with a friend and we'll see you after the music Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. And I'm John. So, John, today we're going to look at the All Madden documentary. So, this is about John Madden. And for our younger audience, I think he's probably a name that they recognize from, from video games. And also, we, we recognize him from video games. But he was really, really important in the culture, and he had a huge impact. Um, and this documentary called All Madden which 
it was on ESPN Plus when I watched it. When, when you watched it, John, was it was it on Fox? Uh, I think that's a, when it when it originally aired, huh? and I couldn't find it for like a couple weeks. And then I think it did turn up on ESPN Plus or something, some subscription service I have. So I think that's where I got it. Okay, so it's on. It's definitely on ESPN Plus if you want to watch it. And it's probably on YouTube as well. So it's, it shouldn't be hard to find. It's a, it's a good rundown of John Madden's life and his career, specifically his career. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the documentary. And I wanted to start with the comparison that was made at some point, maybe a couple minutes into the doc- documentary. And they said that Madden, he was compared to Michael Jordan, which I thought was kind of a funny comparison. I don't know if you remember it, John. It might sound a little crazy, but... I think they were basically saying like this guy had a huge presence in our society and he really connected with people, especially in the eighties and nineties. Do do you remember that comparison? And and what do you think about it? Uh, No, I don't remember it from the movie, but it does make sense. It's like a guy who's kind of the face of the sport and has an impact beyond just their role. You know, it's like for Jordan, like with the clothing and the shoes, you know, where he's kind of like is the face of face of the sport where people who aren't even fans of it, recognize them you know and so uh so yeah it does make a lot of sense because with madden it is like for us even it was for me at least it was the video game as far as like what i first think of when i hear madden uh, but i was aware i remember as a kid being aware that at some point he was a coach and you know we caught the tail end of his uh we're in our late 30s and we caught the tail end of, of their announcing you know so or of his announcing so i but i mean i definitely identified him more with the video game but yeah that comparison does make sense just because of how um you know how much like People were aware of them. Yeah, there was an awareness. I mean, I'm, my parents knew who he was. They don't watch. They didn't watch sports, so I think that, that that's a good point. Like people, there was a name recognition. He was on a lot of commercials. I mean, going through it, and we'll talk about the commercials later. But part of the documentary is like every I don't know ten minutes or so they would play these commercials, and I just was amazed at how many he was a part of because. I didn't really realize that, you know, living through it. I remember some of the commercials, but others. Like, I remember the tough, wow. the tough acting to act. Oh, yeah. Is the one that I Which is my favorite that was one. On, <laughs> yeah, boom, tough acting to act. Yeah. I mean, but then like there was like Dr. Pepper and all sorts of things. So his presence was uh, pretty, you know, I would say that that made sense. Like Michael Jordan-esque in certain ways. And so that was kind of cool. So as, as far as the documentary goes, it starts with Madden as a coach, and I didn't know much about the 1970s John Madden. So this was very enjoyable to me. A couple of points that they made, which I wanted to emphasize, he was, first off, clearly very respected in in, in football and still is. He was very good as a coach. He seemed to be, I think Belichick mentioned, you know, he was in like the conference title game every year. And so that's, you know, that's something. And so we see, we see lots of famous coaches honoring him, Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid. And so I thought this was actually pretty cool. I didn't really know much of this. I mean, did you know anything about his his coaching career? I just remember thinking what I knew of it or what I thought I knew of it was that I remember him having like the highest win percentage. And I remember, uh, but I remember thinking there was kind of like, not an asterisk, but almost like the caveat that, well, but he didn't coach very long kind of thing and so I always kind of had the the perception that even though he had the best winning percentage at least like at a certain point I don't know if that still stands but that it wasn't like he wasn't still wasn't thought of as like one of the best coaches ever and I I don't know why that is or or what but I don't know if it's because maybe he didn't really have like a signature 
like other uh, great coaches had either like the West Coast offense or something they're kind of like known for like innovating or coming up with. And I don't know if in the documentary, I don't know, maybe they did talk about something. Do they talk about anything like that with him that maybe he did that was different or because yeah. it just seems like now they just won a lot of games. No, I don't think they did. I don't think they did. You're right. There was no like signature. I think it was just sort of his. I think football was a a simple game back then. A lot of running. It's really it was really physical. And so even though he's an X's and O's guy, it seemed like uh, it was more like his enthusiasm and his presence with his team. And he seemed to be like a player's coach. They, his players liked him. Yeah, for sure. That's what that's what I noticed. So he ends up, like you said, he ends up retiring at 42 after like a decade of coaching, which was pretty interesting. And so this was all, like I said, new to me. And I thought that was really interesting that he retired at such a young age and he was really burned out which you don't really see that often from coaches. They, they're usually like really addicted to coaching, but he seemed to have, and I think that's part of why he's special. He had a, um, he has a self-awareness. And I think you could see that when you're watching the documentary, one of the features I liked is they're showing John Madden. He passed away recently, but they're showing him probably within the last year or so. And he's watching these people talk about him and he just comes across as just very aware. You know, he's very aware of, what people are saying about him and very respectful. And I, I don't know. I'm not surprised that he was a good coach. Just, just looking at his, his personality, you know? Yeah. I'm not either. Were you kind of wondering what, what was his plan when he retired? Because this was, was it the 70s, 60s, 70s, late 70s, like that? early 80s. So late, late 70s. Okay. So that's before the time of like, you know, there are players now, like I remember a guy for the 49ers who retired, who was like a really good linebacker. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But he just played like a couple of years or a few years yeah. and and walked away, I think, because of like health concerns or something. And um, but like at least he got, you know, like a fat check. Whereas I just kind of thought, OK, so Madden's retiring at 40 or whatever. What's he like? What did he do for money or what was he like? What was the plan or um, like I, it just seemed kind of odd that they didn't really talk about. Well, hey, like you're gonna have to put food on the table. It just seemed kind of strange to me. Yeah, it seemed like uh, a pretty emotional decision, maybe that he made. His his wife, they didn't go into it. His wife just made it seem like you know they had they got the kids. He retired. They were crying, and they it, it seemed like a surprise to everybody. But so I, I'm not really sure if he had a plan. I think I don't know. I don't know because clearly broadcasting wasn't his plan. But I, I think that what he did next was he taught. And so let's take a quick break. And we'll come back and talk about John Madden as a teacher, which I would say is definitely a running theme throughout, whether you're talking about Madden as a broadcaster, as a teacher, which he, he did, or as a coach. He was constantly teaching the game, and he had that educator's personality. And so let's take a quick break and come back and talk about John Madden as a teacher. Welcome back to the Class X podcast. And so, John, to a quick rundown, I think the thing with his success as a coach was, to me, it was his enthusiasm, his energy. He seems so like, it's like him as a broadcaster. Madden was just so energetic, so positive in a lot of ways, and emotional, but in a way that was really, really likable. Um, and then so he takes that, those skills, and he becomes a teacher. He actually 
taught at UC Berkeley. So I definitely see the continuity of Madden as a teacher. And he taught at Berkeley, he taught football. <laughs> he taught X's and O's. And uh, that would be an interesting class to take, you know? Um, so to me, John, this is like the type of stuff that I love because it goes, it gives the viewer something. Like I had no idea he he taught at a college, but he did. And you can see how one thing sort of led to another because a lot of what they were what he was laying down as the foundation, like teaching football to college students, that pretty much is what he did as a broadcaster, right? He taught football to the, and so I like that. The, the, the documentary sort of gave us that explanation. Um, and another idea, one more idea, he did have a background in education, which he briefly mentioned um, and, and in teaching because he coached at a college before. And that was actually something that I've seen before with coaches during this era. Like I, I'm really interested in Bill Walsh and, I know he was a teacher in high school, at a high school, and a coach, and then he was at a college. And so education as a background for some great coaches is, um, it, it's actually more common than people realize, I think. Yeah, I remember, uh, I think Mike Holmgren, too, yeah. former coach of the Packers. Yeah. I think he was like a high school coach or a high school teacher at some point. Yeah, and it makes sense because, I mean, it, it, when you're coaching, you're basically teaching. You're just trying to think, okay how am I going to relay this information to somebody else and teach them, you know, teach them what I want them to do. So it does make sense. You know, they, I mean, you're basically when you're coaching, that's what you're doing is you're teaching. So yeah. Holmgren was, I think they mentioned something about Belichick too, which I don't know much about Belichick. So there was something, uh, some reference about how P teaching or something um, with Belichick. It was kind of a joke. Like you call him a genius or you call him a PE teacher or something. Like it was, it was sort of oh, funny. Yeah. It was a funny scene. So, so Madden, then he, 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 he was just teaching briefly and then he goes into broadcasting, which he totally saw as a joke. Like he didn't want to go into broadcasting and his, his agent basically convinced him, right? His agent is like, you know, you should do this because in a couple of years they may not want you. And so he didn't want to do it, but he goes into it. And I've, I've seen this comparison before in articles written about Madden after he, he passed away, but there's this like Howard Cosell, John Madden comparison that the documentary did and that I've seen. Um, so C Cosell is kind of like that 1960s, 70s broadcaster who's all about entertainment. And then I guess Madden is more of like the teacher, the guy who's really explaining the game. So, I mean, personally, I like both of them. You know, I think they're both great. So I didn't really find it to be a criticism of Cosell, but I, I don't know. What were your thoughts in general? What are your thoughts about like Madden as a broadcaster? Because they go into it a lot. And uh, it, it was kind of funny, though, to see his first broadcast with Bob Costas, yeah. who who looks yeah. like the I, same guy. Like, he looks <laughs> like he hasn't aged a bit. Um, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was funny that the whole time they were talking about him, it was like, oh, he's teaching the game. He's teaching the game. But all I remember is just a lot of boom and whap. And even on the clips they're showing, we're like, oh, and he was, you know, he's teaching the game to – to layman, you know, as they're watching it, I didn't see any teaching. I just saw like circles that he's drawing and a lot of, and here he goes and here he goes and he's pushing. And there's no, like, he's not really saying, okay, like when you watch like a Tony Romo today or, you know, which I know that's like kind of like maybe like the next evolution or, or people like really getting into it, you know, versus what he was doing. But it, it was kind of funny to me. I'm like, I, I kept looking for where's the, where is the, you know, X's and O's. And it just kind of seemed like, it kind of seemed like performative, you know, so it is kind of funny that they drew a distinction between 
you know, like there are guys who are performers and there's, and then there's Madden. Cause to me, he seemed like that like personality performer type. Yeah. I think with, with Madden, he was a lineman and at least in one of the articles that I read, they were saying that like, he would make sure that the audience knew the, what the linemen were doing. So if there was a big run, he would really emphasize like this lineman did this. And so maybe that was part of the teaching of showing like showing how the D linemen and offensive linemen are, are working to, to really, you know, make the, to, to really impact the game. But I know what you're saying too, because, and also maybe because when we were younger, he was near the end of his career. And so, or maybe in the middle to end, I think, I think closer to the end though. So maybe he became more and more performative, especially once he got to NBC and started doing like the, whether it was, I don't remember if it was Monday or Sunday night games, but, but I know you're, I hear what you're saying. Uh, so I'm trying to balance that too, because I do think he knew the X's and O's, but what was, you know, the comedic part of John Madden was, uh, was part of the appeal along with the energy, his likability. I mean, he was so likable. He's just so likable. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think he knew how to, how to, how to connect with an audience. So I, I actually, I actually included in my notes Romo as well. I think Romo has taken Tony Romo has taken the John Madden sort of gimmick to another level, but maybe it's because the football is played at a different level now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it really is played like, so it's much of a, more of a passing game. And yeah, it doesn't seem like the same game that Madden was calling. Yeah, that makes sense. My, my actually, my comparison when I was thinking about it was I, I do you remember listening to Hubie Brown growing up at, for basketball? Yeah. See, to me though, like Hubie does like the Romo thing. Oh, yeah. He's like really telling you like every play, like what's going on and what the inbounders trying to do. Yeah. And, you know, this guy who's setting a pick, what he's looking for. So like I feel like with Hubie Brown, I really do hear, you know, if I'm, you know, because I don't know that much about basketball. So I do feel like I'm learning about what teams are trying to do versus like, you know, just maybe what I remember from late Madden, which was just kind of seemed more like Turducken and boom and whap. You know, <laughs> turducken. Than, well, we got a, we got a Turducken like, scene in the, in the documentary. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got some play on there. Yeah, but um, yeah, Hubie Brown, I think, is a definite important mention. I would love to see a documentary on him. I know he's he's still broadcasting, I think. and his, He's like 88. Still he's it. still doing it. And I've heard Hubie on uh, the radio, and he's, it's just so good. It's like, whoa, like he's describing everything that you you learn a lot about the game from some of these guys and romo is another one of course with football so it's pretty cool when when you get that unique broadcaster yeah it's weird too like with hubie like not to go too far off of off no, Madden, yeah, it's but cool. hubie gets like no love None. like it seems like i only hear people say negative things about him really and it's like yeah and it's like well how do people not like this guy but that's that's odd to me, but but because uh, I I think he's I think he's great, um, but yeah that's so I thought that was interesting with um, the whole Madden broadcasting thing. The, the documentary then goes into Madden, the whole Madden bus thing, which I don't have much to say about the bus except that I thought it was pretty cool that I mean it's all rooted in his fear of flying, but he really did connect with people like town to town. I thought that was pretty cool to see. And like they talked to the bus driver who was driving like for 22, 23 years for him. And I thought that was really cool. Like it just showed why he was special. I think. Yeah. I think people who can do that, like be genuinely interested in random strangers and 
you know, like who, who really like likes small talk kind of thing is just kind of what it reminded me of. Cause for like, for me, I, I think people who are like that are probably a lot happier, Yeah, you know, for some reason, but it's, it does seem like, at least to me, it feels like kind of like a rare kind of skill, maybe not rare, but it's like, you know, some people like for myself, I have like no interest in like what random people are like doing their jobs, or, like, you know, and stuff. Yeah. It's hard for me to like, you know, just like genuinely like really want to hear what somebody has to say. Um, just about, about any random thing. But like for some reason for him, he seemed to like kind of like that skill that some politicians have, you know, like Bill Clinton, where they would say like, oh, he makes you feel like you're, you know, super important or, you know, like you're the only person in the room kind of mm-hmm. thing. It seemed like he kind of had that ability to, to connect to people like that. That's a good comparison. I think definitely the Bill, Clint, Bill Clinton thing, um, people really feel connected, small talk. There's a scene with Brett Favre and you can see those are like two beloved characters in American recent American sports history. And, um, but I think, I think Madden actually Favre connected more based on his athletic prowess, uh, Madden based off of his actual personality, I think, you know, and the words he said used, um, I think if people heard Brett Favre on a podcast, they probably wouldn't connect with him as much as like the Favre, the player, you know, but that was, that was actually part of the documentary. So now I, what, this is one thing I really wanted to talk about. I thought this was fascinating. The idea of when Fox got football, this is a part of the documentary that they really emphasized. It was, this was such an interesting aspect of our culture because I, I really wanted to get your perspective on this. That, that It was fascinating because the general idea was that Fox was a joke. And it was almost like, how dare Fox take away from NBC and see? Actually, it was I'm pretty sure it was NBC that lost football. Um, how dare they do that? They're going to mess up football. There were some comparisons. And I, there was a great quote where this broadcaster says, the network that gave you married with children and 90210 is now getting the NFL. And I thought that was like really funny, like, cause it was just like, he could have added the Simpsons too. Right. So it was just sort of like, yeah. how dare Fox take on football? And I, I just thought it showed, and I don't know, I might be off on this cause I'm not really, I'm not really sure. This is just my guess. It showed how different our culture was in the early nineties. Like there's a certain seriousness, like people didn't want Fox to have football. They wanted it to be maybe more serious, like a Bob Costas on NBC. Is that I don't know. Do you know why? What is your what is your take on that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't get that kind of vibe from it. But I mean, I just remember thinking it more like because they had no experience in it and they didn't have a department and they didn't really have any infrastructure in place, which to me was kind of funny because for my whole life, I don't remember. Like, I just remember Fox football, you know, even though that was like when we were, you know, we were probably watching sports before that time, I guess. Yeah, because I remember NBC had it. Yeah. So to me, it was kind of cool, like seeing the backstory to it and seeing the um, how he was kind of like the big name that like if you could get, you know, it kind of legitimizes you like right off the bat. And so I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, I, I've, I've never really thought of like or never had like sports watching without having Fox, you know, ha- playing a part in that, whether it's football or or like baseball playoffs or something. So that was kind of cool to see that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I don't know. Maybe that was the kind of thing that people were like offended by it. To me, I thought it was more like they just didn't have the infrastructure. Or they didn't have. They had never done it before. So how do they think they're going to pull it off? But well, I guess they pulled it off with Madden because the, the the story is that he legitimized them. He brought with him a bunch of people like Pat Summerall and and, and himself, obviously. And so there was a legitimacy from from Madden. 
So you could see why Fox is sort of indebted to him. And uh, I just thought, I don't know why that really stood out to me as far as like, you know, because now people, they wouldn't, I think the culture has changed so much. Like now Nickelodeon has football, right? I mean, it's just like, who yeah. cares? No one really cares. Like there's no, we don't think, oh, Nickelodeon and football, but it's, it is kind of silly. And you do sort of, it, it sort of reminds me of like, we both listen to Bill Simmons and he'll talk about how sports now, like. If you go to a game, it's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. And like, there's no like just watching the game. And it kind of reminded me of that, like old school fans, they just wanted to watch a game. And now we've accepted more of the game is a form of entertainment. And so, you know, there's always been that sort of debate with, with, with sports. I think like how much of it's like the love of the sport and how much of it's just like pure entertainment. So I thought that was kind of a fascinating yeah. part. I feel like that I feel like that's kind of come online like the last like 15 or 20 years or so because I feel like watching PTI and hearing Kornheiser sometimes talk about you know like big market teams and wanting them to like if they're having success that's good for the league and and hearing that phrase that you know it's a TV show you know like I feel like I've heard that a lot like in the last 15 to 20 years to where it is now more accepted that that's what it is it's entertainment whereas I think early on in that show or like 20 years ago, it was like talked about sometimes more seriously, you know, like, hey, like the, you know, making sure the integrity of the game is in place rather than, you know, uh, just the entertainment part of it. Well, I think that was the whole uh, Madden Cosell thing, right? Because Madden was basically like, they even had a scene where Cosell's asking him about, or he said something like, great show. And Madden says, like, it's not a show to me. Like, this is very oh, serious. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought that that was kind of like where he was coming from. And um, it, it was, yeah, it was interesting. So I have a few questions for you, John, about John Madden. I think uh, it'd be right. interesting. We've already kind of del delved into one of them. What was your favorite Madden commercial? The only one I remember is Boom, Tough Acton, and Acton. But I do like the the Miller Lite ones that they were showing. All the ones where he was kind of doing the Kool-Aid man, like coming through the, which I guess he did on all of them, I guess. I don't know. Or he was busting through the wall and, and drinking the beer. So that was, uh, those are pretty cool. I actually, I also wrote down tough acting to the acting because it was just, I thought I, I just remember it, you know, I really remember yeah. tough acting to the acting. Um, but the, all the commercials were great. And the, 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 the beer one was really funny. Like I, it was all, it was all funny. So he just, he mm -hmm. had that, that, that fun persona. Um, how about your favorite memory of Madden football? We've got to talk about the football game. And I think I, I, I yeah. want to say a little bit about the documentary. The documentary definitely shows how a lot of the current players were like us, really influenced by the game. And mm -hmm. I think, we, you know, we do have a younger audience that listens often, like 20 year olds, teenagers, 20 year olds. I don't know if they realize how big of a deal Madden football was to us. Like it was a big deal. We used to have Madden tournaments. We would the two of us would hang out all the time playing Madden. Like that was like one of the core things we did together. Madden was a really, really big thing for guys in their late twenties, thirties and forties, I think. Yeah. It was kind of like uh, in the same way that fantasy is kind of like that. It's almost like the, uh, like the cracker for the cheese where it's like the crackers, like the vessel, you know, like, or the delivery system for the cheese where, uh, the hanging out and talking and stuff and like that's kind of like you're playing the video game but it's really just kind of like a way to just like you know connect or have fun or something to do you know what i mean while you're hanging out with your buddy 
and that's just what I remember from it, just getting together and playing, having those uh, series when you would pick like the Eagles, I think, and you would run crossing routes nonstop. Actually, you didn't run them nonstop. I think the thing that used to frustrate me was you would run, you'd run the play anytime it was like a third, third and long or something, and you needed a first, and you'd run this the same play with the Eagles, yeah. and you, it would work every single freaking time. And I remember just getting really mad and just being like, "Why don't you just run it every play? Like, what are you? Who are you kidding? Why are you trying to do this other stuff? Just run your damn crossing route <laughs> so that we can just get this over with." And uh, so I think that's like the number one memory that stands out. It's a man. It's a man beater, man. It's a man, man to man coverage beater. Um, you should have played more zone. <laughs> you should have played. I don't know. <laughs> I clicked every freaking button on the on the playbook. And but but that was that I couldn't find anything. That was the thing about uh, the game. There was like this intellectual element to it that I just I I really I don't I don't know if you were as into it. I mean, you were naturally good because you were like very quick with your fingers and just like your decision-making is, is good on the spot. Whereas for me, I, I think I needed to like study up more because I didn't know anything about football and then Madden, cause I was more of a basketball guy growing up. Um, but Madden, there were clubs. Like I, I can't remember what the club was called, but like there was an online form that I remember paying like $5 for or something. And then you can just like be a part of it. And I really learned things like, how do you read a cover two? How do you read a cover one? You know, how do you, what routes to run against man to man. I just remember all these things and it was very enjoyable for me. Like I actually, I think I liked doing that more than even playing the game. It was kind of like just learning. And again, it kind of went into the whole John Madden is, was an educator. Like he, he really, I mean, he's not designing the game, but he definitely had an influence. Like they, they even showed that he wanted the game to look like football. And um, yeah. I'm not going to give him all the credit for that, but his, the, the name and the game itself was, it was just very educational. And I thought it, it's still a cool game to play. Um, I haven't played it that much, but I do have one of the more recent ones. My, my memory is definitely the years where McNabb was a quarterback. Michael Vick was a quarterback. And it just seemed like there was a lot of like running around and it, it was very fun. It was fun. And that is one of the things that is the most frustrating thing. Like, in life when you're in your early twenties or whatever is when you're playing somebody who picks the running quarterback. And it's like, this is so weak. Like, what are you like? That's just a clown move. And I have a buddy like in uh, Lake County, like who would do that. He would pick cause we would play NCAA. Um, and he would pick like any team with a scrambling quarterback. It's just like, come on, dude, this is garbage. Um, but yeah. So who, who was your, you were a McNabb guy though. Who was, what team did you play with? Or did you play with the Steelers a lot? <sighs> I don't remember, to be honest. I remember picking the Eagles a lot, like at that time. But uh, I wasn't like I'm never like that guy that's like married to his his favorite team. You know, like yeah, unless it's like the NHL game. Like I always pick the Sharks on the NHL. But other than that, like I, I'll pick a different teams and stuff. So when you hear Musa say Madden is a three quarter game. <laughs> <laughs> Which quote? It's debatable if that ever happened. It's kind of like a Mark Twain kind of thing, or like a. Uh, it's like I don't really know if it was ever actually said, but yeah. Well, I think so it comes from think, when you played against John in Madden. You know, if he's winning going into the fourth quarter, he's sitting on that ball. He's taking. He's basically running the clock out, and the the rumor is in my household growing up that John said. He would always claim, you know, Madden's a three-quarter game, and <laughs> so that's where it comes from. And uh, <laughs> uh, I think, I think, you know, there's there's some truth to that. Whether it's like a, it could be a quote that was based off of your actions, <laughs> like not like, yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, that would make sense. Well, well, Madden had a huge impact on us in in the game, his broadcasting, uh, Thanksgiving Day. You know, that was always a John Madden thing. So I thought that the documentary was really good. I I recommend it, and it was just a nice. It was nice to see him and hearing the praise from people that he really deserved and um, just to see how he connected with people. So those are my final thoughts. I do remember he when I was living in Sassoon, which is a small town outside of where John and I grew up in Vacaville, which is kind of like in between San Francisco and Sacramento and uh, very small population. But John Madden came to town and I remember he was going he went to the Ace Hardware and it was a big deal. Like the bus was coming to town and I'm pretty sure. My dad, I, I have to ask my brother, but he met him like working security. And it was like, John Madden was like, it was a big deal. Everyone, oh, I met John Madden. It was kind of like a really funny, like, you know, thing. He was just, he was a big deal. He really was. Any final thoughts yeah. from you? Um, no, Would man. you recommend it, the doc? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's really good. Really well done. Um, I thought everything about it I really liked. The only thing that was kind of tough for me is um, when they would show his reaction to like watching, watching like the people praise him or talk about him. There's like a slight thing that feels uncomfortable. You know how like sometimes old people get like that thing where you can't tell if they're picking up what's going on, you know, like kind of like kind of glassed over a little bit. And so he did seem to be kind of like, you know, aware and he did look good for his age at the time, which like you said, like it had to be within, Recently. You know, a year of like when he passed. I think. Yeah, I think so too. So, so he was up there, but yeah, that kind of made me feel like just kind of bad, you know, just kind of sad. Like it was a little emotional. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, but he did perk up with the uh, talking about the, the uncle with the, yeah. uh, <laughs> with the unique feature. Yeah. And uh, so he, so that was pretty cool. At least you could see that. Yeah. He was taking it in. He was lighting up a little bit when he would, Here's stuff that was funny. So that was cool. For sure. Well, um, I'm not sure we're going to talk about next week. I have a few ideas. So we'll, me and John will talk about that. But we really appreciate you listening. I, we both recommend the documentary. It's on ESPN Plus And I'm guessing on YouTube too. Um, so it's called All Madden. And uh, we really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please subscribe. And please share it with a, a friend or two. So thanks for listening to the Class X podcast. We'll see you next week. Thank you.